Hello everybody and welcome to Scholars in the Spotlight, the show where you get to hear first-hand insights, tips and tricks from students that won this year's WWDC scholarship. And welcome to the English version of this bilingual episode. Eso significa que también tenemos una versión en español, en caso que lo prefieras. Without further ado, joining us today, we have visual arts student, artist of various iMessage sticker packs, developer and creator of Color Emotions Palette, winner of the 2020 Swift Tune Challenge, Please welcome Javier Gallo Roca. Javier, good morning, and thank you for being with me here today. Hi, Valentino. Thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure, as always. So, Javier, why don't you tell us about your submission, Color Emotions Palette, how it works, and all of that? Okay, so Color Emotions Palette is a playground that helps you make your personalized color palette based on your emotions. Uh, so you have this list of emoji uh, that you can select and each one, each of, of each of the emojis is representing a different color and a different feeling. So when you select a, an, uh, an emoji, you start generate, generating your color palette and it's a very like subjective rich person because not every color represents the same feeling. For example, I don't know for you happiness or sadness, which colors represent. Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, I would think that maybe happiness is the color yellow. And I see sadness represented with a deep blue sometimes, but I'm leaning more towards a deep uh, purple or violet, maybe. It's like a darker color, you know? Yeah, for me, sadness is like a teal color. So oh. that's why in my playground, you have the option to change the color that represents each emotion. And it was all made with Swift UI. And it, it is a really simple playground. Oh, that's great. Um... Yeah, I like how you use the, the power of playgrounds, like the ability to be very interactive. I think that's a very good thing about playgrounds in general. And so that you can select the colors and the emojis right there in the code and see it replicated live is it's very cool. Yeah. And the use of UI also, I think that is, is the future, right? So, have you had any previous experience with SwiftUI before making this playground? No, uh, well, yeah. I really started uh, learning SwiftUI like two months before making that playground. And for me, it was really, oh, wow. it was really simple uh, like to learn, learn it and use it. Maybe because I come also from a design uh, from design, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think like Swift UI is bringing that, right? Like it's very simple and very flexible and it's very centered, like in the name it says, like the user interface and the design part. And like if you have any experience, I think like, I don't know, maybe CSS or like using modifiers and all of that, it's, it's very easy to, to get a grasp on and to make something usable and like, very good. Yeah, exactly. Like, is like there is a really good difference, like using Swift UI to make like the horizontal list of emojis that you made or the changing colors, like when you select the emojis in the playground. 
with an H tag and it's all of that. Yeah, and also like to make all the functionality. It's really, really simple. And compared to UIKit, it is other world. It is in another level. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man, for sure. Like the H tag, you select like these two colors in an H tag and Sweep UI figures out like the width of it, the height, how to display it. And if you try to do that in UIKit with delegates and storyboard. <laughs> and yeah. Like, Completeness. H tags, B stacks, and C stacks, and the spacers are my favorite components. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you can really make a great UI like using all only that elements. Right? Uh -huh. Yeah, sure. And with Swift UI 2.0, like the addition of grids and like the lazy stacks and all of that, it's just like a whole other level, right? Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned your design background, like for everyone that doesn't know, Javier is studying visual arts. So I want to touch on how do you integrate like your studies into what you're doing in code? Like this, this playground is heavily inspired in like the color theory and emotions and all of that. Um, it's very cool to see like that point of view. Yeah, for example, uh, this playground, I got the, the idea from an artwork I made in my first year of university. Oh, yeah. It was a calendar of emotions that was made with these wood square tiles. And each tile uh, represented a day in the life of someone. And they were painted with three colors. Each tile was painted with three colors that, rep that represented the strongest feelings on a day of that person. So I decided like to transform this artwork into a somehow more artistic app. And also the app make it a little bit more towards the function, uh, functional, like having a function. Yeah, okay. That was to make the a color palette that they, that you can use in other projects. Yeah, that's great. So like the idea began in university in your first year and then like migrate to the code that's that's so awesome to see, right? Like yeah. an art project, a physical art project brings back to the code is is very cool. Do you have any plans to bring back your other projects, maybe that you made physical to call? Like, what are your, your future projects? Physical artworks I've made? I don't have any idea. Maybe this one, this one was, maybe continue. I would like to continue with this one in the future. For example, right. what I made was, I originally made a color a, a, a emotions calendar it was like the whole calendar and each day was represented by three colors and each day was different here yeah. i made a color palette and i think they are really different um, and i would like to see that a complete calendar and that you can register every day in your life with colors <laughs> oh yeah yeah that would that would be really cool. Yeah, that was my original idea, but I transformed it into this color palette because uh, 
I I don't know if it was like the best idea to make something not so functional for the playground. Most of the apps that are sent to to Apple are very functional. So I decided to transform it into this color palette. That is something that at least at least you can use in other parts. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's cool and like it obviously works for you. So I think that it was it was a very good idea, like to focus on this simple thing, like transmitting this simple idea with three three screens that you can interact. But having in mind that simplicity, right? That is like something very important in this kind of challenge where people only have like three minutes, right? Yeah. So so yeah, I think that it was a good idea. Do you have any any tips for maybe future students that may submit to the WWDC scholarship? Uh, yeah, my main advice is to keep uh, the, your playground simple and concrete, to focus on one thing. I have seen many playgrounds with an extraordinary technical level, but they don't have a focus and sometimes are also uh, too long. I don't, I don't think you you can test that those playgrounds in three minutes. Oh yeah. So you need to remember that the playground is going to be tested in that time. Uh, the same applies to the to the essays. There are students that think they have to feel like the word limit, that they think it, it is 500 words. Yeah. And just as the playground, uh, you need to keep it simple and write uh, just what you need. In my case, <laughs> I wrote the essays in 15 minutes before the deadline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they were really, uh, they were very short. <laughs> oh, that's... That's, that's really cool to hear, like, like I'm, I'm constantly here, like, you have to use the 500 words and stay, like, put five hours into writing the essays, but maybe that's not the key to success. That's, that's really good to know. Yeah. And we don't know how important the essays are, or the technical, or the creativity part, but I think they are all just as same as important. But but you but it, that doesn't mean you need to to expand a lot in your in your writing. Yeah, like being cons concise, like having your idea and explaining your idea and all of that. But you don't need to write a lot just to write it, right? Yeah. I mean, if if you can put your idea in just 100, 200 words, I think that's just as valid as long as you can can transmit your idea, right? Yes. That's, that's, that's really cool, that's really cool. So what, what other projects do you hold for the future? Like we talk a little bit about like transmitting this playground to a full blown app. Do you yeah. have, are you working on that or any other projects? So that's an idea for, but that, that is for the future. I'm not doing that in this moment. <laughs> I have one main project for the following weeks and months. It is a day's counter, nothing new, but I don't like the ones that are currently on the App Store. 
and I thought it was really a good it was a really good project to make uh, as my first app uh, because I can use some of the new iOS features like the widgets and the color pickers and practice some app developing. This will be my this will be my first application in the App Store. Oh, that's and cool. I, yeah, and I expect to launch it with the new operating systems. So maybe for September, if they don't delay uh, the release. Right. Great. I mean, yeah, like using the the developer account that the scholarship gives you, right? And I think that it's really important to like have these personal projects, like to learn and practice. Like take an idea that it's not important that there are like a hundred day counters in the app store. Like a hundred one will not make a difference. But <laughs> yeah, for you, for you personal, like experimenting with all the new stuff, it will be very valuable. Very very valuable. Yeah, and but it is not my first time. Uh, like uh, paying, the, like, like having the developer subscription. I have paid for that subscription for three years for for oh. the stickers I have for iMessage. Oh, right, <laughs> right, right. I remember, I remember. And those are those are really cool, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the most uh, like it uh, iMessage sticker pack is called Only for Food Lovers. Okay. In in China, it got to top number one, like for two weeks in the in the stickers category. That is, it is not too big, but it was really awesome. Wow, wow, that's that's really awesome, man! Like, like congratulations. I mean, yeah, thank you. So, if anyone if anyone wants to download this, the iMessage stickers. There will be a link in the description so you can get a hold on only for food lovers and all the other ones. Yeah, and there's this other more artistic app. Uh, I designed it, I designed for a class with two friends. It is like a social network where you don't share pictures or text, but you share you will share your heartbeat and the sound. It is a much more complex app, so I think we will look for more people that can help us. And we are, uh, my two friends are artists. They don't know anything about coding. <laughs> and I'm a really new into this. I'm a beginner. So to co we have all the design and the concept ready. We just need to develop it. Oh, that's, that's that's great. Like design is a big part of developing an app, right? And having that done is very cool. So do you mind if we like share your social details also in the description? And if anyone is hearing this and it would like to participate in the project, they can reach out to you? Yeah, sure. We need people to help us <laughs> that want to help us. That's That's great. I'm building like a community uh around students like i think that most of the people that listen to us are students in the same situation as, as us and making a development team will be really awesome and this app is going to design is something completely new it's not it's not something that you have seen at least in, in like in the social media apps it's more similar to i don't know like 
maybe to a map <laughs> to a map a map app that's that's really cool so you know if you're listening and you think that this idea is cool and want to participate in the project just uh, message like javier in twitter or to the, his website he has a lot of contact information so you will contact him some way or, or another yeah sure it is mostly in spanish but you can find where to contact me that's 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 great that's great so why don't we finish up this conversation talking about your favorite new feature announced at wwdc the one thing that you say oh this is going to change mm, my so my favorite feature why were the widgets although they are not interactive as the actual ones uh, the possibility of adding them to the home screen is really cool and their designs design possibilities compared to the previous ones are much much better i don't know if this is not something that will change <laughs> like the whole world or <laughs> but it is something something cool <laughs> to have yeah yeah for sure man i mean like you said the these new widgets have like less interactivity from the old ones but they are so more discoverable i find myself like having i don't know four or five like old widgets in the like at the left of the notification center uh like they have a lot of interactivity like you can like put info into an app and all of that but i never use it like they are really hidden and yeah me too that's the same thing that happened to me i have the widgets but i never use it use them at least we can see some information with the new ones yeah yeah i mean with the new widgets you have the information right there um you have a little bit of interaction like you can deep link into the app mm -hmm. and i i'm sure like people with will think about ways to use that to the full potential but but yeah like having full interactivity would would have been cool yeah i agree yeah okay i mean that's really cool i hope that we can see the, the official release of ios 14 and all the new widgets for all the popular apps soon enough i really want to start trying them like i i knew i think I tried one of the Apple widgets, but but yeah, I, I really want to start using them with other apps. Do you think we are going to see the release of the new operating systems on September, or it is going to be delayed because of the coronavirus? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, they usually release like the operating system the same day they present new iPhones. And I think that the release of new iPhones is heavily like related to production lines and all of that. So I think there is a possibility that it is delayed. Yeah, we shall see if they wait till the new iPhone come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe they release iOS 14 before the new iPhone. Yeah, like, it's it's a new situation that is falling upon us and we don't know how everything will continue, but we will be here. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, Javier, thank you very much for being here with me. 
Thank you, Valentino, for, for inviting me to your podcast. That's it for today. I hope that you have enjoyed it and that you learned something. Don't forget to follow the links in the description to play around with Color Emotions Palette and for Javier's Twitter. I'm Valentino Cerruti. You can find me as at Microrax on Twitter. This has been Scholars in the Spotlight. See you in the next episode.